everyone. How are we doing today? Happy Monday, August 24th, 2020. Happy last week of August. Happy Virgo season. Loving Virgo season. Let's ground down. It's been really fiery in Leo season over the past month. I'm sure you agree with quarantine and everything that's going on in the world. Um, lots of stuff to get fired up about and to let make us mad and frustrate us. And so hopefully we can use this upcoming month of Virgo to really try to calm down, be grateful, relax, grow our roots, just be glad to be at home, even though we're still stuck in our homes during quarantine. Hopefully we can slow down. It's interesting to me how um, with so little to actually go out in the world and do, you know, we can't go out and do things like we used to, but I've still been so busy, still doing so many things, still not really allowing myself to relax or slow down um, and really trying to change that this season, really trying to work with the element of earth to increase the earthiness of myself. I'm a very fiery and airy person, and this earth is really necessary for me, especially if I want to become a mother. Um, I once noticed that during a time of slight uh, depression, um, after being fired from a job, and I really didn't understand why, <clears throat> um, and it was really catastrophic and chaotic, and I was eating, and I was eating, and I was eating, and and I was gaining a lot of weight, <clears throat> but I realized that it was because the universe literally needed me to ground down. So it tried to weigh me down heavier to the ground because I was so ungrounded in my mind. I mean, talking about like, had all my windows shut, blinds closed so nobody could see in my house. Um, and just like, super not myself, really ungrounded, really losing my sense of self um, because I like identified myself completely with that job and um, really lost myself within it because I gave everything um, to that company. And so to have that all taken away from me without any explanation, I was very, very ungrounded. And now I'm very glad that that happened, of course, because it's led me to being right here right now with you. Um, <laughs> but it was just very interesting to, to kind of realize, oh, this is why like, I'm, I'm stress eating to try to ground myself. And so I don't know if any of you have ever um, dealt with that kind of like, you know, eating when you're upset um, or like going, excuse me, through parts of life where you do that. But if you do, um, you, it might be worth looking into to see if that is, has anything to do with like your lack of groundedness. Um, and we can do many other things to try to ground us out. If we do realize that we're eating to try to ground, um, we can also do things like meditation, like walking in nature, like exercising, like reading, um, and playing music. And there's many different things that we can do to try to ground ourselves down. And hopefully we can really use this Virgo season to remember the importance of that. 
And I think even though I recorded yesterday's podcast um, a few days before yesterday, I think I remember talking about how cool it is that we go through earth, then air, then water, then fire. And I'm pretty sure if we look at the zodiac as it goes through the year, it goes earth, air, fire, water. I think it's always kind of in that order. I'm not sure. Yeah. Fire, Sagittarius, Capricorn is earth, then Aquarius is air, even though it's aqua, might think that it's water, but Aquarius is air. And then after Aquarius comes Pisces, yep, water, then Aries is fire, then Taurus is air, then Gemini, oh, Taurus is earth, then Gemini is air, then Cancer is water, then Leo is fire. So basically we're going through these cycles all the time. <laughs> Sorry for, thanks for bearing with me there. Um, and the more that we can use each of these cycles to teach us, the same way you're listening to this Cards of the Day podcast to get the cards of the day so that you can use this day to the best of your ability, so must we use each moon cycle to the best of our ability, so must we use each zodiac sign to the best of our ability, because the more that we use this Virgo season to ground down, even though at other times in life we will not be as grounded um, and our groundedness and stability and security, um, all related to our root chakra, that's going to fluctuate, right? We go in and out, in and out of our groundedness. I really recommend the eclectic energies chakra test. If you kind of want to see how your root chakra is doing, how your solar plexus chakra is doing, how all of your chakras are doing, um, in relation to each other. Really, really cool. Eclecticenergies.net, I think. Um, I do the chakra quiz every 5, 10, 20 days to kind of see how my chakras are doing. Um, my root chakra was underactive last time I looked, which I never usually have any underactive chakras. Usually everything is open or overactive. So all the more reason for me to use this time of life to ground down. Um, and I really recommend for you to do that too. So um, sorry that I lost my train of thought here, but yeah, it's very important for us to use the seasons as we can. Oh, I was saying that as we fluctuate in and out of our groundedness, still the work that you do now to become more grounded will stick with you for your life, despite the fact that you're going to be fluctuating in and out of being super grounded and not as grounded and super grounded, but then a catastrophe happens and then you're feeling not as grounded, but then you do a lot of meditative work and then you're feeling really grounded. You go to a Vipassana, you do a yoga thing, feeling really grounded. And then you go through a breakup and you're not grounded. We're all going to have these fluctuations like forever. But the more the work that we do during the earth seasons to ground down, the more comfortable we are with the process of grounding ourselves and the more we learn about ourselves in the process of grounding down. And I think kind of like when you learn yoga um, and then like, for instance, I haven't done yoga like other than by myself here and there for months. So when I go back, say to a class in the future, it's going to be a lot harder for me to go back into the same yoga as I was doing when I was doing it a lot, right? It won't be as easy the first time. But the second class, I will be 
even better. The third class, I will be even better. The fourth class, I'll be even better. It's really crazy how quickly your body gets back into yoga. It's like, oh, yes, I missed you. Or same goes for working out. Same goes for a lot of different things. Like it's kind of hard to start back up. But once you do it, you have learned, you've taught your body how to do it before. So it's easy to do it again. It's not always easy to get started doing again, but once you get started doing it again, your body soaks it up, right? Your mind soaks it up. Your spirit soaks it up. It's like, yes, 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 yes. So I think, and this is just what's coming through right now. I've never heard this anywhere or read this, but I think if you use this Virgo time to really ground down and to learn what it is for yourself to ground down, um, whether or not you've gone through that process before in your life of trying to ground yourself, the more work that you do in that arena, the more energy that you put into trying to ground yourself out, ground yourself down, however it is that you want to say it, stabilize yourself, make yourself feel more secure. The more work that you put into that, the more easily accessible that's going to be in the future forever. Because we are the only ones who know how to ground ourselves. And I think for a lot of us, um, like for instance, I'm very extroverted and we like other people, you know, and we kind of base our energies off of other people's energies. And um, I would say that on the whole, introverts are more grounded because they spend more time alone. You know, they know who they are without other people, probably more so than extroverts, right? Because if extroverts are getting all of their energy from others and introverts are getting all their energy from themselves, I think it takes a lot of grounding to be an introvert. But I'd be very interested in looking at some statistics on that. But I would imagine that that's true for the most part. And I would imagine it's true for the most part that if you do some work to try to ground this month, that work will never leave you that understanding of how to ground yourself and what you need to ground yourself and the kind of things that you can do to get into that flow of being more grounded, which I really, really, really want to do and really need to do um, and believe that my future um, rests upon my ability to ground myself, um, the future of my life and my hopeful, the children that I'm hopeful of having their lives. It all is dependent upon me becoming more grounded. So hopefully you can find a reason in your life that it's important for you to become more grounded. Or if you're somebody whose earth is exceeding your air or your fire, um, this would be if you're like pretty lazy, pretty complacent, um, <clears throat> um, just like not feeling motivated, that is indicative of being a little too earthy um, because air is what gets you excited for the future and fire is about doing things in the present, but earth kind of lives in the past. Um, and so earth is related to depression, whereas air would be related to anxiety. Um, so hopefully no matter where you are on the spectrum, you can find a way to let the groundedness of Virgo season really help you. And Virgo is also a, the zodiac sign of organization. And um, and they're pretty like meticulous. They're really focused on their physical bodies. Um, and, you know, that's part of being grounded as well, is being centered in your physical body and like feeling at home in your physical body. 
Um, and Virgos really love the organization and planning. So kind of work that physicality and and your dedication to your physicality in Virgo season, work that into your plans and your organizations. I just um, got a new blackboard and some chalk to hang up in my room to stay more organized. And I love that I got to open it right um, in Virgo season. Going to help me keep organized. Um, so yeah, blessings in Virgo season. Sorry, I've spent the first several minutes talking about this. Thank you for coming with me on that journey. Now I'll tell you about the cards of today, which actually are kind of in line with Virgo season right now. So today is a two of clubs day, and it's also a king of clubs day. And the reason I said that's in line with Virgo is because the king of clubs is like the king of organization, the king of planning, the king of the details, um, the king of the, the mind and of teaching and learning. And if you're going to be the king of teaching, you're going to have to be organized, right? So king of clubs are usually like pretty meticulously organized. And I would say that especially somebody born today would be. Um, and so when we put these two cards together, the two of clubs and the king of clubs, we get the two of spades, the card of brotherhood and sisterhood. So let's see. The two of clubs that we have today is the card of conversation, the card of partnership, enhancing each other's minds. So this is like when we help each other to brainstorm, when we sit and talk for hours, any conversation that we have really, but people who are two of clubs are conversationalists. They're ones who teach one-on-one -on -one really well. They love conversation. They love to listen. They love to talk. They love to just have partners where they can exchange information, where they can exchange ideas, where their intellects and their ideas can lift each other up. Um, this is like the perfect card, like I said, for brainstorming. This is the perfect card for just teaching someone and learning from somebody because every conversation that we have is an opportunity for us both to learn and to teach. I believe personally that in every conversation where we're talking one-on-one -on -one with somebody, we have the ability to learn and to teach no matter who it is that we're talking to, no matter if what kind of relationship there is between the people, superior and inferior. Um, it really doesn't matter who is superior. You can always learn something from the person who is quote unquote inferior to you. Um, no one can make you feel inferior without your consent. Thanks, Eleanor Roosevelt. Don't let anyone make you feel inferior. Try not to think of anyone as inferior to you. Um, and no matter what, just try to always uphold people who are in your life and treat people with respect no matter where you are. I think it's important for us to realize that like the, you know, homeless man on the street has something that he could teach you. That person who you're having a political battle with on Facebook Yes, we might not want to listen to their political stuff that they're spewing, but that doesn't mean that we don't have anything to learn from them at all. So in my opinion, it's really important to treat everybody with respect in this way and just realize that every um, 
um, what do I want to say? I want to say initiation, but that's not the right word. But every um, experience that we have with anybody is an opportunity to learn from them. And the more that we listen with an open heart and an open mind, the more we can hear. But unfortunately, humans are not very good at listening. Um, I mean, statistics, science shows that we listen like less than half of the time or basically just that all humans are really bad listeners. And we're always thinking of the next thing that we want to say instead of truly, truly listening. So I urge all of us to work on that today and every day. Um, and especially if you're having conversations today, take the time to listen to that person before you want to say what you want to say. I also read recently a, um, an advice. It's like advice basically to take a breath before you speak, um, in between the other person speaking and then you speaking because it gives them the time to like make you feel like make them feel like you're really listening so they talk they talk they talk and they finish what they're saying you take a breath and then you start talking so it doesn't seem like you're just trying to talk over them or trying to you know cut in and and just you know talk as soon as you can if you create that space with that breath, it allows you to listen more. It allows them to feel that you're listening more. And that's really important. And the more that we recognize that people have a lot to teach us, the more that we really try to see them for who they are and what they're trying to say, um, the better off the whole world is. That's one of the insights in the Celestine Prophecy, which is a book that I really recommend. And it's about how the Incans transcended. Y'all know how like the Incans in Peru like disappeared? Well, the Celestine Prophecy is a book about how they didn't like die. They literally transcended dimensions and ascended into an entire other dimension. And each of the insights in the Celestine Prophecy are declarations made by the Incans that teach us how to treat each other with more respect so that we too can transcend dimensions. And um, each insight is different, but one kind of the main gist of it is that like human society has really gone kind of downhill in terms of how much respect we have for each other, which we can see all around us all the time. And so that's like the first insight is accepting that humankind and society has kind of dwindled in that way interpersonally. And then the next insights are all about how to respect each other more and how to respect ourselves more and how to respect our lineage more and how to respect humanity more and consciousness more, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Celestine Prophecy, amazing book. It's kind of like a... Um, a corny like little story that like it's going through but the meat of the insights is incredible and I brought it up because one of the main insights is about if you pay attention to somebody they become more and more beautiful and you hear them more and more and you appreciate them and respect them and revere them more and more and more if you just start to pay attention to them if you start to give them energy if you start to really look at them and try to see them you do if you really try to listen to somebody and you really try to hear them, you will.
But so often we just write people off. We're like, I don't want to look at them. I don't want to hear them. I don't care what they have to say. They're not me. They're not a part of my life. Like I don't have anything to learn from this dude at the post office, but you do. And the whole world will appreciate it. Uh, <laughs> we can literally change the consciousness of the world if we treat each other with more respect. So that being said, um, the two of clubs, that is the high side of it, is really trying to respect and revere the other person that you're having this conversation with as somebody who can enhance your mind, who can give you ideas, who can help your imaginations, who can um, help enhance your intuition and give you information. And together you can come up with plans and ideas and you can discuss your desires and you can be creative and make art. It's communication between two people. That's the high side of it. But the low side of the two of clubs is being afraid of what other people think. And for that reason, it is the card of fear. It is the card of fear because it is about the dependency on the minds of others. Instead of using the two as partnership in a good way where the partners are mutually beneficial towards one another, the two of clubs can also be manifested in a destructive way when we care too much what other people think and we're not focusing on what we think. That is absolutely destructive. When we're worried that other, I mean, I just freaked out yesterday at my best friend because I like scraped my my butt and I had just like fallen when we were on a hike um, and I like scraped it again. And I was like, Wah! and I made a really hurt sound and my friend just like laughs at me and I'm like stop laughing at me I really don't like when people laugh at me I'm trying to get better at it but ever since I was little and made fun of all the time um literally I'll hear somebody laugh like five rows down in target and I'll feel like they're laughing at me I don't know if I've ever shared this before but I'm like really afraid of people laughing at me and um did I tell you guys that I predicted my friend's pregnancy last a couple weeks ago, I literally get, sent her a reading. I was like, I think you might get spontaneously pregnant this year. Five or six days later, she hits me up. She's like, Katie, I'm literally pregnant. She had already like conceived a baby by the time I gave her that reading. So freaking crazy. So anyway, she's a hypnotherapist in New Jersey. Congratulations to you, baby. And, uh, and I told her this because she's a hypnotherapist. And I was like, I literally hear somebody laughing like out my window, like four doors down outside and think they're laughing at me, even though they can't even see me. Like that's just what my brain relents to. I am afraid of what other people think. And I was like, hey, can you hypnotherapist this out of me? <laughs> and she's like, girl, I don't need to do hypnotherapy on you to do that. So I'm gonna take her up on that. But this two of clubs, like literally this is the card of fear. It is so afraid of what everybody else thinks. It just is. And um, I met somebody this past weekend that was on a hike with us. And it was so funny. He was so afraid the whole time. And I was like, dude, you are the card of fear. It's actually his birthday right now. And that was why we went on this trip um, was a couple of people's birthdays at the same time. And so this guy was one of them. And it was so funny that he was so afraid of, of hiking. Um, and I was like, man, you're literally the card of fear. I was like, I need to tell him this in a sweet way. But he was really afraid of what everybody thought of him when he was making a fool of himself all weekend. Um, and you could just tell that that he is really afraid of what other people think. And, and we all are. And so it would be hard to like be that card and have that even more so than other people. Um, but within that 
hardship lies the potential for strength and for overcoming that worry of what other people think of you in order to use your relationships with other people to hopefully lift you up and lift others up. Um, there's a lot of room to grow within that energy. So complementing that today, um, we also have the King of Clubs. And the King of Clubs and the Two of Clubs work really, really well together. If, if anyone knows Julia Muse, um, her Instagram tag is at Inner Muse, and she is an incredible teacher, fabulous storyteller, and she's the perfect example of like a Two of Clubs, King of Clubs because she's really good at one-on-one -on -one conversation. Um, she's She kind of does a lot of that kind of work. And then she's also a teacher on a big scale and shares her stories really widely because kings are supposed to take care of the whole kingdom, right? So they're not just having one-on-one -on -one conversations. The king of clubs is actually teaching these ideas and this intellect and sharing this information on a really huge scale. So somebody who's a two of clubs and a king of clubs has this really interesting dichotomy where they're a double club. They're like super all about the mind, but they are able to teach on a one-on-one -on -one scale incredibly. And they're also able to teach on a big scale in an incredible way too. Um, and so I want to say a happy day to Kat as well, because it is also your day, Kat, two of clubs and king of clubs. And to anyone else who holds these cards, happy day to you. And to anyone who wants to know your cards so that you can figure out what days are related to you and important for you, I would love to tell you if you want to reach out. So the king of clubs today is asking us to organize. And that's why I said that this is a good day for Virgo because the King of Clubs is super organized and Virgo is trying to get us to be organized as well. And so, yeah, King of Clubs, be a leader of communication today. See how you can communicate with the world on a big scale. Um, I need to do some thinking about how I'm going to do that today as well. I have lots of ideas for my two of clubs, how I'm going to use this um, energy for conversation and for giving people information on a one-on-one -on -one through making some card reading videos for them and doing some readings. But um, in a king of clubs way, I am doing this podcast that's sharing information on a large scale. I might make an Instagram post and share some information on a large scale. Um, let's all try to think of ways where we could communicate with many people today, not just one-on-one -on -one conversations, but also try to communicate in a bigger fashion. That's at least really upheld today, really encouraged today. And it's likely to be successful if you step up to the plate and you take responsibility. Kings are all about responsibility and stepping up to the plate and stepping up into these positions where responsibility is required of you. It's not ever easy to be the king, to rule the kingdom. They wear a lot of weight on their shoulders because they have to take care of the kingdom. But if you step up on a king day to take care of the kingdom, you will be rewarded because you don't just get to be a king without doing the work. But when you do the work on a king day, it's like, yes, thank you for stepping up. The universe loves that. So also really important for us to just step up today in whatever way that is, like in your community, with your friends, as a teacher, as a learner. Um, what can you learn today that would benefit your whole world?
Maybe you'll learn something today that then you can share on a big scale. That would be a great manifestation of this energy. And when we combine the two of clubs plus the king of clubs, y'all, the Dharma card that we get for today is the two of spades. The king of clubs is number 26 out of 52. He's right in the middle of the deck. So he's going to take anybody. The king of clubs takes the four of hearts to the four of diamonds, takes the four of diamonds to the four of hearts. The king of clubs takes the jack of clubs to the jack of spades and the jack of spades to the jack of clubs. It's going to take anybody, any card directly across the deck to the same number and the same color, but the other suit of the same color. It makes a heart a diamond, a diamond a heart, a club a spade, a spade a club. So that's why the king of clubs plus the two of clubs today makes the two of spades. And the two of spades is the card of spiritual partnership. As two is about partnership and the two of clubs is about mental partnership. The spades are the spiritual suit that combines the emotion, the communication, and the action of the hearts, the clubs, the diamonds, right? Into spirituality and wisdom. So the two of spades is about um, enhancing each other's spiritual, emotional, mental, psychological, financial, physical, all of your old selves. Every part of yourself that can be enhanced by your partnership is encouraged today. We want partnerships that are mutually beneficial, where we all support each other, where we enhance each other's lives in every single way. We are not here for shallow relationships. We are here for depth and for complexity and for meaning and for thoughtfulness, right? So do not allow yourself to fall into the trap of fear that of what others think that is going to make your relationship shallow today. We need to be focusing on the depth and the complexity of our relationships and how we are helping enhance others' lives and how they are helping enhance our lives so that we can continue to enhance each other's lives and thus the consciousness of the entire world. Thank you so much for listening today. I know I was a little bit of a hullabaloo, hullabalabaloo, but I like it that way sometimes, and I hope it served some of you today as well. I love you. I'm here for you. I'm with you. Satnam. Namaste. Create your own luck today and every day.